Hi everyone, welcome to the Marketing Ideas That Connect show, building your brand online. I'm your host, Gary Bolt. We are produced and sponsored by the digital marketing agency, Famous Digital Media. You can visit them at famousmedia.co.za. They offer turnkey online marketing and brand management services centered on the principles of inbound marketing. So welcome to episode 133. Well, today it's a special show. We publish these episodes on a monthly basis. Sometimes we have bonus shows like we have been during lockdown. And, uh, you know, we publish these with the aim to bring value to leaders, assisting them to build their organizations and to get closer to their customers. So today we've got Jeff Atkins on the show. And we're going to be discussing SEO and some elements of SEO, why we should do it, just get better insights and understanding of the tools that are available. And Jeff's got a lot of experience and he's going to talk to us today about it. So, so Jeff, welcome to the show. Thank you, Gary. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure, Jeff. And you come from the US, so you're going to tell us where you are just now. I just want to say, um, you know, Jeff, prior to Huckabye, Jeff was the Senior Vice President of Marketing and Analytics at Overstock.com. At Overstock, he developed expertise in SEO and managed everything from pricing algorithms to content generation to buying rain jackets in New York City's garment district. That sounds interesting. And he was named Advertising Age Top 40 Under 40. So he's a young guy. He's got a lot of experience and he doesn't just talk about it. He's actually got real world experience and you the real you the right type of guest for our audience just to bring us insights from the US on what's happening you're going to talk about trends you're going to tell us all about what happened at Overstock what are you doing now at, at, at your current position um, and just so interesting to have, a, to have different insights and a different perspective regarding SEO that's a favorite topic of ours so Jeff I've got some questions here we're just going to dive right in that sounds great Question one, uh, Jeff, tell us about how you got started with Overstock. Uh, I mean, you had competitors like Amazon, you're playing with the big boys. Tell us how you got started and how did you get going? Absolutely. So I ended up at Overstock. It was actually my first job out of college. So I started in 2005. I was a young guy. I wasn't uh, an executive or anything. I was basically at the bottom rung of the company, <laughs> entry level job. Um, but put some points up on the scoreboard. I was able to move the needle quite a bit on our email marketing team. Uh, we took that from a channel, I don't know, about 50 million up to uh, about 200 million. And then we grew the SEO in particular from zero to about 300 million in about four years. So I eventually became the senior vice president over marketing and analytics and uh, some buying as well. That's the, how I ended up buying raincoats in New York City and all sorts of stuff. Um, but yeah, it was it was a great run, a great uh, first job out of college. Um, tons of got tons of experience. The founder and CEO took me under his wing and was just a great mentor to me. And uh, yeah, it was a, it was a great run. We ended up being about a billion and 1.2 billion in revenue. So uh, it was was a big company and yeah I always joke that you really don't want to pick Amazon as your number one competitor but um, you know that'll get your your business mind sharp by going after them so yeah it was uh, it was challenging but uh, a lot of great experience and 
Now I'm, I'm very happy to be doing software instead of selling uh, online versus Amazon, that's for sure. Yeah, you've come a long way, Jeff, to where you are now. Just to remind our audience here that uh, Jeff's talking about US dollars. So we, you know, we're based in Rand, so we times everything by 19, 18, 19. So that's, it's massive turnover. And it's definitely when you get competition like that, you've got to sharpen your skills. So well done with that. It's, it's quite impressive what you've done. Tell us, Jeff, um, you, you know, I was reading your, your website and you talk a lot about structured data markup and stuff like that. And we, 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 we understand a bit of it. Tell us, just tell us what it is before we get into some more, uh, you know, about what you've done and some of the strategies and, and elements and other things you've done. What is, just for our audience, we've been asked the question, I thought you could answer it better than us. What is structured data markup? So structured data markup is Google's sort of preferred language to be speaking to a website. So it, you can apply structured data to any page on the web and you can almost communicate almost anything that's visible on the page. So there's structured data, most commonly used structured data is product structured data. So you can tell Google, okay, this is a product, this is how much it is, here are the reviews, here's the description. But you can use it for almost anything. So a person, an event, a sports score, uh, the weather, all sorts of things. And it's, it's authoritative language. So much like metadata, where you're trying to communicate to a search engine in particular what a page is about, the difference between metadata and structured data is that metadata is really suggestive. So it's suggesting what a page is about. With structured data, it's authoritative. And it's the same across all websites. And if done correctly, um, there's kind of two benefits. One is that Google just simply understands sites with good structured data way better than they do pages without structured data. And the more they understand, the more exposure, search exposure that they end up giving you, the more rankings you get, the more traffic and all those things. And then the second benefit is they actually use it because it's structured and authoritative across all these sites. They can actually use this information in their own search results. So they use it in what are called rich results or rich enhancements. So anytime you search now, instead of just getting 10 blue links back, you'll probably notice you get a much different experience now. So if you search for what's the weather, it just shows you the weather. If you search for a sports score, it just shows you the sports score. Um, a recipe, all those things that are now getting enhanced within the search results and just visible that's all being powered by this language. And if you look at search results, you can see a huge percentage of the results are now powered by this language. So it's a really important part of their algorithm. And in fact, now 50% of searches are what they call zero click searches, which means you basically just get the answer. You don't have to click through to a result. And to be able to control that conversation and actually power those answers, as a brand, you need to be doing structured data so that you can actually capture those rich results. Um, so that's, yeah, that's structured data. Good, thanks, Jeff. It gives us some good understanding. Jeff, let's go back to the beginning. So now I called you and I've got a business running, I've got a website, that's okay, I've got everything running. Take us through your system. How would you implement a SEO strategy to, to start us getting a bit of organic rank there before we just climb into paid ads? How would you, what would be your strategy? Just just short story of how to get going. Absolutely. The first step is always keyword research. So identifying what are the keywords that you actually want to be ranking for. Um, and you can build a keyword list and there's lots of tools out there that you can use like 
Google has a tool called Google Keyword Planner that's excellent. There's SEO tools like Moz and AREFs. And doing research on, you know, instead of what do we call things, what are people actually searching for out there? And that's always step number one. And, and then architecting your site around those keywords. So do you have pages that are named those keywords? Do you have a header where the drop downs is descriptive and includes those keywords? Um, that's always like step number one, in my opinion, is to start structuring the site based on the demand and the searches that are happening out on the internet. Um, and then there's some technical things. So do you have good structured data? Is your page speed fast? Um, is it relatively easy for them to crawl and understand? Is it flat HTML? Is the content easy for them to understand? Do you have a content strategy that's actually feeding into those pages and, and making sure that they're fresh and being updated because Google loves fresh and new content? So those are some things just to sort of get people started. Just the, if you think about what's the demand out there, what are people searching for that's relevant to my business? It is my site actually architected so that it can rank for those keywords. And I always say you can't just magically rank for, for a keyword without you know, structuring the site in a way that Google can understand and knows what you're writing about. So that's sort of the, the first you know, high level, first few steps that I, I like to take when we push our customers. Now, with Huckabye, the technical side, like how the structured data is automated and how you're, how you're actually communicating with Google is automated, but from a, from like an architecture and getting getting started, you know, that's those are sort of the first few steps, Gary. No, that's good, Jeff. I just want to modify the next question because I was going to ask you about the main elements, but you've answered some of that. And I want to ask this, Jeff, if you once it's set up and you've you've done that, you've got your structured data in, you've got meta tags, you've got your you've got a clean, nice, clean site with your calls to action, you've got everything pretty much structured well. How and now it's running. The question I'll get a lot is now. How often do we have to do an audit? We've got those tools on Google to do audits or some of the, the, the SEO tools out there. Often must we audit and like do maintenance to make sure links aren't broken and there isn't any errors on webmaster tools. In your opinion, how often do we go into a client site and do a, an SEO audit or a check or a revisit the strategy? So SEO is never just done. You know, you never just high five across the table and say, well, we're done. That was great. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. an ongoing thing, and and so I like to think of SEO as more of a you know a journey and a and an agile you know revisiting very frequently. Um, you know, for a client, for example, I think if you kind of checked in on their site once a quarter, so once every three months or so would be would be a good frequency. But it's things change very fast you know the the site can break uh from an seo perspective without even a customer or a client knowing it so uh the, the more frequently you can check in definitely the better but you know if you did it once a quarter i think you'd be in good shape um and it depends on how important is seo to their business and how big is the business i mean if the if it's like an overstock you know you're checking <laughs> every day um, if it's if it's that important and it's that big of a channel uh, and there's you know a lot of revenue flowing through you know it's worth having someone pretty much dedicated to it whereas if it's a smaller company um, you know checking in uh, quarterly would probably be fine Jeff I want to ask another thing if, if the if the landing page is pr pretty average and I think we've done a lot of paid campaigns we specialize more in paid campaigns and then the algorithm will say 
low quality score landing page and it starts drilling us down. So I'm saying it doesn't just help putting money behind it if your quality scores low. So you've got to actually have both. Your SEO is important to the guys who say, stuff it, let's just do paid campaigns. So am I right in saying that? Yeah, I mean, SEO always will rise all ships. So if you uh, do good SEO, it basically means that the user experience is going to be better, your conversion rates are going to be better, your paid campaigns are going to execute better. Um, everything's going to, to work a lot better. And yeah, if your quality scores are low, you're essentially not giving the user what they need to be able to make a solid purchase decision. And absolutely, the more you, the more content, the more SEO friendly, the higher the conversion rates, the better the, you know, the content scores and all those will be, and you'll end up, you know, growing across the channel. Never mind, you know, why it's so nice to get the, the organic traffic, which converts at a higher rate than the paid traffic. It scales more, it can, you know, build a business. So there's, there's a lot of reasons to do it, but yeah. you're right. It'll, it'll definitely benefit the paid stuff as well. Yeah. Tell me, Jeff, the, the SEO trends. I know that you're on the cutting edge of all this and you, you, you deal with a lot of big companies. Tell us something about what's on the horizon. What do marketers need to be preparing for, especially in this time that we're in now? So SEO right now is a very hot topic because I think with the, the you know, paid budgets getting cut a bit, um, it's just an important channel. I think the trends structured data there's there's what i call like the macro trends that google really cares about um and i'll give you some of those so uh mobile uh is your site mobile friendly is there fast page speed structured data there's a really interesting trend now called dynamic rendering and dynamic rendering basically means just like you'd have a mobile friendly version and a desktop friendly version you can actually now have a google friendly version which is the result of so much JavaScript being used around the internet, which trips them up and makes it hard for them to crawl. You actually now can give them a sim simplified version of the site that's uh, flat HTML, doesn't have JavaScript, removes a lot of the stuff that they don't care about. And that's probably the biggest trend that I've, that I've noticed in the SEO world lately is dynamic rendering. Another one is voice search. So people now you know, communicating with their search engine via voice instead of just typing. Um, that's a really big trend. And then I'd also say this, this zero click, you know, people just getting the answers, sort of this immediacy that they care about a lot right now. Um, that's a really big trend that you need to optimize for. People aren't as brand loyal. They care more about just getting the answer really quickly. That's another big search trend that I think is important. But, but Jeff, just on the voice search, like asking Siri to search for something, do you, I mean, mm -hmm. is that, if you, you, you have to pay for that because it just get one option. It's not like Siri is going to give you the top five. You're going to get one. So how do you, how do you plan to rank for that? You have to obviously be number one or you're nowhere. Yeah. So there's a lot of that now where you just, you know, with zero click and it's just giving you one answer, the number one ranking is everything. And it's not actually paid for it. It's, it is an organic thing. Um, and if you think about it, it's a totally, there's now really three big platforms that voice search is being used on. One is Apple with Siri, and then um, Amazon with Alexa, and then Google just has their own voice search, whether you're using an Android device or a Google Home device, 
Um, so there's actually three algorithms that are all completely different that you, you need to start thinking about, which is a big break. You know, we always thought just Google's the biggest player and we'll follow what they do. But this is an interesting time as people are moving towards voice search. There's actually three different platforms that are very well used and pretty prominent. So yeah, it's a different, it's a different ball game right now um, with, with those three players in the mix. That sounds like it gets pretty technical. We've got to all sharpen our skills quickly. Eh? Jeff, um, the next question I've got, you know, you've obviously you've dealt with huge figures and obviously that comes with big teams of people and, and skill sets. And how do you set up your, your, your staff structures? How, how do you train and keep your team on track and get the, you know, keep the culture right? What's, what's your experience in that? You know, SEO in particular is a totally different skill set than your typical marketer. If you think about the tasks that need to get done, um, link building, for example, is a really unique sort of task and skill set. Technical SEO is obviously very technical. It's engineers and software developers that, that need to be doing these things. So I think one of the biggest mistakes a lot of marketers do is, you know, they, they simply hire, hire marketers. Um, I'm a big fan of hiring technology people to do marketing. So most of my team are engineers um, and even when I was at Overstock they're mostly engineers because these are these are technical tasks technical projects that need to get done so having technical minds at work really will keep you you know up to date on track um, they'll have an intellectual curiosity towards this stuff where you don't have to be hiring outside firms all the time um, so yeah, I'm a big fan of, of having those skill sets. And I think that the marketing skill sets that it requires to run a really good marketing team now are you know, a lot different than they were. So if you think about what actually needs to get done and what's the priorities, paid versus unpaid, you know, email marketing, CRM, all these things, it's really a, a different skill set based on the channel and make sure that you, you have those people within your own organization. That'll, that's the main thing is, do you have the skill sets and are, are they driven to, to keep you? Because you can't, you know, one person can't stay ahead of all this stuff. Can the whole team be driving towards the same goal and, and be looking out for what's on the horizon? That's, uh, that's a, it's a different, kind of a different time in terms of what a, a great marketing team looks like from a skill set perspective. Jeff, just on the, we alluded to paid campaigns earlier. Just, I, I just want to, I know your focus is SEO. I just wanted your view on paid campaigns because that's more, more our focus. Just your view on that. Paid campaigns are very important. Um, you know, especially right now, um, here in the United States, paid advertising rates are just, have been thrown upside down. So there's actually some incredibly, uh, great deals out there from a paid perspective. At Huckabye, we purchased something like over a hundred million display advertising impressions over the last three weeks for like less than three thousand dollars, which Shit. is just kind of mind blowing. Yeah. So I think uh, you know you do have to sharpen your pencil a little bit right now when it comes to paid because. Don't assume that everything's the same. You can actually capture some really incredible deals and get a ton of exposure. So Huckabye is doing a ton of brand building, brand awareness right now to make sure that really every marketer in the United States knows about Huckabye by the time this 
this upside down world is is over with and flipped back correctly. So um, paid is important. You know, I think it can really change a brand. And I'm a big fan of, of paid as a brand builder. That's that's how I think about it. I, I don't think about it as much in terms of direct response, but it can be very effective there. But yeah, it's a, you know, all the, whether it's search or display or TV or radio, it's all, um, you know, they can be extremely effective channels. It can also be stuff where, you know, it ends up not, not being, you know, you have time suck and, and other things, but um, especially right now, the rates that they're out there, I think it's, you know, it's a very, all those channels are very important. Now we've some we've seen some varied keyword prices from from some special technology enterprise software to seven hundred dollars a click down to like five rand a click. So it's it's really all over the place. I suppose we have to do our research to see you know what yeah. budgets to put against it. So it's quite interesting and varied. Yeah, it is. Jeff, thanks. You answered the question about the you know building a team. Tell me the what do you what do you focus on in, in I don't, it's a it's a question out there 2020 what is your focus for 2020 i don't know it changes probably every week at this stage but what how would, what is your focus for this year this year huckabye's focus is to to double in size which i know sounds a lot but we're you know an early stage software company so we're we're kind of growing like gangbusters um you know our focus is to grow our own marketing um we're a pretty sales heavy organization, but that's all changing now and our marketing is getting stronger and stronger. So our focus is, is a lot on marketing. We're building new products, which is exciting, but who, who cares about the products if no one's looking at them? So it's about eyeballs and getting lots of people familiar with our brand and getting people to, you know, more and more people in the top of the funnel uh, is really our focus for 2020. So you, that's software as a service. So you, you basically a SaaS company and that's what you're going to grow now. That's what you, that's what you're saying you're going to double. Yep. Yeah. yeah we're purely software licensing fees. So yeah. Um, yeah. that's, that's what we're trying to grow. We're trying to make the product stronger so we can charge more and also um, just get more people to, to be familiar with us and interested in our product. Yeah, we're going to get your, your URL just now when you, when we, we we're going to wrap up just now. But the last few questions, Jeff, what is the great, you know, as a leader and you know, I mean, you're out there with the, with the top brands, what is your greatest lesson that you've learned over the last few years being in business? We've all had a few punches in the face and we've all had wins and losses. What's your greatest lesson? I think for me, you know, my marketing lesson has been that investments in technology can really pay off you know whether it's seo or it's email marketing or personalization or website optimization and even technology investments when it comes to your paid channels you know how well are you what, what are you using to to stay on top of your paid keywords and such um and then just you know steady goes to the hand right now if you're sort of steady on the rudder as a leader uh, people really respond to that, and I think um, not panicking um, and just being very consistent and trustworthy as a leader right now will get you a really long way because you know the world is just a, you know it's, it's a different different beast right now, and people really are responding to sort of that stability and, and consistency. Yeah, it's, a, it's we're in a new we're really in a new order. It feels like. Um, Jeff, tell us just to close off now. Is there anything I haven't asked you that you can close with? And just tell us quickly about your 
your business. How do people find you? What does your software do? Just give us the URL and some resources so we can go and we can go and check it out. Yeah, uh, Huckby, it's H-U-C-K-A-B-U-Y, like buy a product. Um, we are a technical SEO software, so a lot of these um, technical things like structured data and dynamic rendering and page speed, all of those boxes are checked by our software solution. So our, our customers on average grow 62% in 12 months. Um, it moves the needle quite significantly. And, we're not an agency, we're a, we work well with agencies, but we're really a, uh, a software solution for, for SEO needs. Um, yeah, and the easiest way is just to go to our site, you can fill out a contact us form, and um, we always make sure, uh, it's great to put in the podcast as well, um, we make sure we treat our podcast guests uh, particularly well and make sure they get a discount and everything else. So that's the best way to, to, to learn about Huckabye. Well, I'm going to go and check you out. I think I need a demo. I'm sure you could probably help us with some of our clients and what we're doing here to, to do some audits and see what, what we need to improve. Because anything that improves our service, we very we welcome. And uh, I advise all our listeners to go and check it out. So just that, that uh, URL, hackbuy.com, is that correct? Yep, that's correct. Okay, and, and link your LinkedIn profile, people can follow you, go and say hi to you. What is your LinkedIn profile? Yeah, it's just Jeff, G-E-O-F-F, -F, uh, Atkinson. Uh, if you search for that with Huckby, you'll find my LinkedIn. And uh, yeah, we'd love to, um, I'm on there frequently, so we'd be happy to, to meet some of your guests. Well, we're going to connect. Sorry, your listeners. We, we're going to connect on social. We're going to check you out. And uh, I'm, uh, we've learned from you today. It's given us some food for thought, so we can go and do a bit more research and learn more as we have, and uh, we need to all do every day as the world gets more complex so so jeff thank you so much for being on the show uh you come you coming you you live in the states just give us the city where you are right now again uh yeah we're in a little ski town in utah called park city utah and you're experiencing lockdown at the moment we are yep well be be safe jeff and thanks for being on the show again and we'll chat soon eh? thank you gary pleasure thanks for having me on great stuff keep well man cheers jeff uh, well, that was great. Uh, it was. It's always good to get other perspectives, and uh, every guest we have adds value and just uh, really assists us in what we're doing. So today we're going to wrap up. Today's acronym is what is CPA? That's cost per acquisition. For more episodes, you can find us on Stitcher Radio or iTunes. Search for Marketing Ideas That Connect. And if you've enjoyed this episode, give it a like, a comment, or a rating. You can follow Famous Digital Media on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, the whole lot. Read more about it uh, on our blog. We've got blogs coming out. We've just released a blog on blogging. So it's quite cool to read about that, the foundation of how to start your marketing. So read that. We'll be podcasting on that next week. All links and references in this episode will be on the show notes. So until next time, stay hungry, think big, honor God, and see you next time.